What's up, After Buzzers? It's, of course, the House of Lies after show, uh, and we're going to get into it um, right now, but if you want to find out what Holacracy is, stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Keep lying. Keep lying. Because that's what Conan Associates naturally does. <laughs> it's House of Lies. <laughs> it hits the name. Like, you're supposed to be like the best liar. Right. Yeah. Because if your lying skills aren't up to par, not right. lying, but if your persuasive skills. Persuasive skills. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? That's what it is. So it's not lying, it's like persuasive it's skills. It's persuasive, slight manipulation. It is say, enhancing. Enhancing. Mm, That's a great word. Those enhancing. are great adjectives for <laughs> lying. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Lim Gonzalez. As we said before, this is the House of Life After Show, season five, episode three. And uh, this was like a really, I think this is a good song because, like, it was a weird point in the show, like where everybody went bonkers. Right. And I was like, what is going on? Like, so much going on. It was crazy. We're going to get into it. But of course, I'm not here by myself. Um, Robin, of course, unfortunately, um, is not here. But the ever present, the ever popping, the ever beautiful Jill Monroe is still in the building. I am in the building. And in case you want to see what my building looks like or consists of, make <laughs> sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of that, at Stiletto Jill. And if you aren't following After Buzz TV, you're missing all the tea. You're like raw is what it is if you're not following After Buzz TV. Yeah. You're like extremely raw. Right. You're, you're like... Um, lying to yourself yeah. <laughs> oh you're lying oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's what's going on yeah. all right so we start off this episode um and it's uh interesting because we have uh it starts of golfing and so and i never really got um of course um i know his real name is donald Faison, but i didn't really get his name i know he's been before i think it's just one of his homeboys right i think so but then i was listening and i'm like did he call him donald i'm confused i know he mentioned his name maybe yeah. i just blinked out i was more focused on what was happening in the scene you know what maybe he was playing himself yeah he might have been thought. playing himself because i never heard him reference anything so he might have just been a friend because this is you know set in la so maybe he was just playing himself and that's just one of his boys right uh and the way he was talking so that might be it but anyway they're hanging out they're playing golf uh and then we have Marty's best friend, Skip, Skip Gallweather, shows up. <laughs> and, of course, we saw him um, earlier on in the season um, when he was basically, you know, giving a proposition to Marty and saying, hey, we'd like to buy you out and pay you all this money, and then we'll take over your company. And Marty, of course, is like, in Drew Marty fashion, like, uh, go screw yourself. Right. It's not happening. Um, um, this is my company. I built it up, and I'm going to be just fine. So. And as a matter of fact, yeah. now I'm going to take you down all over again. Exactly. Exactly. So, so this means war. Yeah. So, of course, Skip is like, well, bring it on. So anyway, so he shows up, and of course, just pestering Marty, still trying to get under his skin, still trying to just let him know he's there, and he's around, and, you know, if offer still stands but of course marty so it's, it's more or less just kind of poking at him you know it's just like poking the bear to let marty know he's going nowhere right. and he's subject to pop up at any place mm-hmm. at any time for any reason and impact marty's day i Absolutely. think that's 
really the bottom line. Like you're and never going to get away. And I think we're probably going to see that throughout the season. Yes. Just him popping up at inopportune times. Um, and, and in that point, you know, he was mentioning, you know, the people that he was waiting for. And it was just kind of like a reminder, like, hey, you're not big shot because you're waiting for these people. And I know these people. So uh, just to let you know, right. you know, you got a ways to go. I'm still in the game. Right. And he's just trying to give him a reminder. So, of course, Marty's just still going to be Marty. Uh, we see Kelsey show up. We haven't seen her yet this season. Right. It's the um, first time. Right. This is uh, the, I don't know if you call it an ex-girlfriend of Doug and Clyde. They both were kind of, uh, Well, you Clyde, know. apparently, you know, he is still in the game. It, it, is that what you got? I mean, well, yeah, at least in his, in his mind. In I his mind. I think it's mind. more in his mind. It's in his mind. It's more in his mind. Um, definitely Doug is not in the game, like, no. at all. Like, but I don't think he was in, when both of them were, like, you know, messing around with her, I don't think he was in the game then. I think Absolutely it was just not. really, like, a weird situation. But anyway, uh, we do see her show up. And so it looks like she's still working, you know, in that area next door. Uh, she talks about one of her apps. Uh, that ended Fruity up face. Getting, right, Fruity Face. Uh, that ended up uh, getting sold for seven figures. Right. Did she just drop that on Clyde? Like, oh, and yeah. by the way. By the way. Yeah, my little app that you called Fruity Man right, or something. Right. He, he, he didn't the even name respect right. Right, exactly. the, name the name of it. Yeah, seven figure deal. Yeah, yeah, just to let you know, homie. So, but yeah, it looks like, again, I think it's more in his mind, but he is still there. So some connection there. Um, of course, and we already predicted its last uh, episode. Jeannie shows back up. Yes. Of course, you know, we know in the last episode she got fired. Uh, and so we knew that, okay, this is going to be an, you know, a reason for her to come back to Marty and kind of associate. So she sh- shows back up and in true fashion, clicks Clyde, click, <laughs> kicks Clyde out of his office, which was great because it was the whole back and forth between who got the office and right. it was Clyde and Doug and they were going back and forth. And Clyde ultimately won, quotes. Uh, and then all of a sudden, here's Jeannie. As soon as he gets settled, get up out. You know what's ironic is that Clyde for so long had that, I guess, number three ish position kind you know of, yeah. kind of and now he's back at the bottom of the totem right, pole right. doug has leapfrogged him i know that has to be a complete load yeah of and i think it's going to be interesting to see how this dynamic plays out because clyde has always been the big talker right he's always been the one and and a lot of times he thinks he's bigger or badder than what he is um he doesn't likes to to play with doug in the sense like make fun of him any chance he can get any chance he can dick, poke fun of Doug, make fun of Doug. He can't do it with anybody else. He can't do it with Jeannie. He can't do it with Marty. So, like, that's the only person he can do it with. And if Doug continues in this role, like, you know, of course, he's got the whole Dungeons & Dragons situation, you know, with Bonquisha. Tess. I, t- <laughs> Tessa. <laughs> I love it. I love the name, though. I love the name. We just going to stick with Tess? Is that what we're going to do? I mean, you know, we are not in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. We are not a dungeon but master. They say the so name. I feel they like. They don't ever use Tess, though. You know, but, but Doug did this week because he's confused. He's confused. She has now gotten into his head. However, Doug did not use her real name. He used the Dungeon Dragons name. He did, but he went kind of back and forth because yeah. he's confused. He's as going to his back and role. forth, right? Exactly. Well, we'll get into that because yeah. he's confused about a, a number of things. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, we see that you know she's back, and of course, I'm glad she's back. Doug is glad she's back, and whether he shows it or not, I mean, I mean, sorry, not Doug, but Marty. Oh, absolutely. Right. Marty's glad um, that she's back. Like I said, whether he shows it, and Marty's just kind of that person. You know, he's going to give you a little, and then he's going to you know pull the rug from under you. Like, ah, I don't really care. So, um, Jeannie actually mentions a gentleman by the name of Ron Zobel, 
who she feels um, would be good to bring on board. And, you know, it's her first day back. She's like, oh, we should do this. We should do that. And Marty's like, um, you need to chill. Like, really. Like, I got this. Chill out. Um, and so he doesn't think that, you know, we should bring him in. So they're all that. So, um, so well, because they had major beef before. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, Marty's like, "What? You want me to bring him to my right. ship? Why and, would I do that? Yeah. Why would I do that? Just and and I couldn't. Good. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I couldn't remember quite exactly how um, the connection. Because I remember it was from another season, but I knew that some beef, but I couldn't remember exactly how deep it went. Do you remember what the situation was with him? Um, I it had to do with the client, of course. Right. right. Um, and Marty being Marty, but I can't remember the full details. I know that. Um, you know, Rob always felt undercut by Marty. He didn't respect right. Marty in his tactics. Ah, so that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, okay. So of course he's going to be like, "Nah, we're good, we're good." So this is when it gets interesting. Interesting. Uh, we see that they show up, and we saw kind of the preview, so we knew it was going to get crazy. But they show up to a company called Every Shirt, um, and it's run by a guy by the name of Sean Chu. Right? Um, he's some you know weird techie kind of guy guru little i mean there's a lot going on with this dude but he's definitely something else right we'll just say that definitely <laughs> something else um <laughs> i don't know where they got this name from from michael jamal warner we see him he shows up yeah uh, but his name is jurgen yeah i was like wait the writers like what are you guys doing like where did I, that name you know, come from it was interesting i was like wait i had to really like what's his name again like i had to rewind it because i really didn't believe that's that's what they actually said um but his name was Jurgen, but he actually is a you know friend of Marty's, uh, and he works there um, over at Every Shirt. And uh, Sean Chu, as I said before, really intense guy. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, he is trying to get everybody to believe in this concept called holacracy, um, which is I'm thinking it's a mixture of maybe holistic uh, and. Idiocracy, like holistic I, democracy. I think that, it's holistic is, you, democracy. Okay. Holistic democracy. Mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. maybe you you might be right because it seems idiocracy to me <laughs> because it's retarded. somebody has to be in charge. Right, exactly. Um, but that's what he's kind of getting with everybody. So holistic democracy, holacracy. Let's go with that. So. It gets crazy because they decide that, you know, he takes them. He's like, okay, we're going to do this little ceremony type thing. And so um, it's like a spiritual ceremony, right? And I love Clyde. The best line of, uh, I think, the show is, he's like, oh, I forgot my Satanist outfit. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Like, are we joining a cult? Right. Like, like, are we about really to drink on? the grape? Exactly. It looked really crazy. Yeah. So there's a shaman that is introduced by Sean. And uh, basically, he's like, you know, she's going to guide you on this journey. And she has this elixir, which is called Iowatha. Um, something that's what they were kind of referring it to. So I don't know what the term Iowatha means, but basically some elixir that they were all supposed to drink. And once they all drank it, then the journey was going to begin. Right. And so it was interesting to see, you know, Marty because uh, every it was obviously disgusting, and so everybody's like, "Oh, it's nasty!" And then Doug, like, you have gluten free, um, to, <laughs> right? Like, I can't afford yeah, to mess exactly. up my blood work. I, I need, and you know, I need body. the gluten free action. Yeah. And so Marty takes like a lot, you know. And Marty's whole thing is, and we see because he is the principal character of the show, um, he kind of is trying to 
not succumb to, you know, basically when you took the term drink the Kool-Aid, he's not trying to drink the Kool-Aid. He's trying to stay firm in who he is. He's not trying to get overrun by, you know, whatever's going on and kind of stay unfazed. And that's what he's trying to do with this. So it's kind of like a, this this tug of war, in essence, with him going on. Right. And so um, as soon as kind of the thing takes effect, this one, it gets crazy. So everyone starts taking off their clothes. They it's like start, hedonism. Right. They start like... <laughs> Like tripping out, some people are throwing up. Yeah, like, it, it was got, just and and random sex in places. Yeah. It's just all I was thinking was that's a lawsuit. No wonder Malcolm <laughs> Jamal Warner was worried about his job because that that whole scene right. is definitely a lawsuit right. that can take your company down. You know what's interesting, and the funny thing is he was not there. He right. was not part of it, and I think the whole thing was he was trying. It looked like, and you can help me out with this, but it looked like he was trying to get Marty to try to have him go the other route, like be more, uh, you know, more on the, the straight and narrow side of business and not try to, you know, do this whole thing. And so obviously Marty, Marty's going to go where the money is. Marty's going to get to the client, whatever the client is, he's going to try to get them to do whatever it's going to take so he can make money. That's the whole Enhance thing. His plan. Oh, excuse me. Yes, right. Enhance, right. enhance Shantri's plan. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> so he can enhance his wallets. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. Mm -hmm. So that's what he's always, his angle is always that. So whatever he needs to do, if he needs to play along with some crazy stuff, play Dungeons and Dragons, you know, to build a client, do whatever. We've seen him do some crazy stuff back in, you know, some of the previous uh, episodes and seasons. So this is what he's doing. So he's like, whatever I got to do to get this client, that's what I'm going to do. Build the trust. And it's really about building rapport. Like, okay, I believe what you're doing. Finding common exactly, ground. Exactly. So here he is. But in this particular case, like I said, he's really seeing Sean for who he is and trying to really get to the nitty gritty. So uh, one of the things that's interesting is Jeannie um, starts, you know, weeping on the shaman. <laughs> And she's just crying, and she's like just pouring out her soul. And the shaman's like, "It's yeah, a delicate whatever. time for Jeannie." It's a we don't know that Jeannie doesn't have postpartum depression on top of being dumped by her new boyfriend that actually was playing her for a sexual harassment correct, lawsuit. Correct. And Marty's rejecting her. It's a lot going on for Jeannie. You have to give Jeannie a break. <laughs> Do you understand that that is a lot for her to be taking on right now? Do you understand the levels and levels that are happening to Jeannie as a new mother? dealing with your ex in your work who doesn't even know what her baby looks like, like do you know it's, a it's lot. stressful no I, I i can agree i can agree i mean genie's a strong woman though genie's a strong woman and every strong woman has moments and True. this is genie's yeah she's Clearly. got the she's got the elixir she's 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 feeling vulnerable it looks like at this point you know she's weeping with the shaman she also says something which actually we see later um, she's talking to Marty, and so she's kind of in this, you know, dazed look and and kind of rambling. But she's like, Marty, we need to do this, and da 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 da, and basically tells him he looks like a lion. And so it was interesting because then we see Marty kind of go off, and he sees Sean, and basically they lock eyes. So then it becomes this <laughs> weird pseudo, like it turns into this animated. It was really weird. It like, was really trippy. I'm it, like, it kind of took me out. Yeah. <laughs> going on like with the elixir right. and then this and the serpent and it the was, lion. That's when I like I was like okay I don't know because all the way up to that point I was like okay doing elixir okay this guy's weird okay I'm, I'm with it I'm with it I'm with it and then when they turned into like animals and then became cartoons and then I'm like wait what like it really took me off. I mean I know that that was a representation of just how far this trip 
mm-hmm. that from whatever they're taking has taken them on, which once again, I'd like to point out is at work in a work <laughs> retreat on work grounds. I just want to keep hammering that point home because to me, that signals that Malcolm Jamal Warner, Jaeger, what is it? Uh, oh, yeah, Jurgen. Jurgen, Jurgen. Yes. Okay, Jurgen should be concerned that this is going on. He absolutely should because the lawsuit behind this, right? Yeah, it's crazy. 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 But um, what was interesting to me was after the high came down, and mm-hmm. obviously Marty secured the deal. Right. Was the hand embrace the two shared that even Jurgen was like, wait, <laughs> did I just get played? Hold I just got played. Second. What? I got played. No, he definitely did. Um, but Do you think he got See, this is what I kind of think, though. I think Jurgen might be overreacting because Marty always has a plan. And his plan is we're going to go with it and make Sean think that we're giving him what he wants mm-hmm. while we're occupying him with his day trips and, and bonding right. over elixirs. You can be running the business and making sure that the type of decisions you exactly. want made are made. Because if you think about it, having a meeting and including all the staff makes the staff feel inclusive, right? Exactly. And everybody has a voice. And, you know, maybe they change small things. Right. That's well, what I think, Mark. This is, well, the whole thing, I, 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 I'm glad you brought that up because technically he did not get played. Uh, and we see that even after the meeting is done and now he kind of runs out. He's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? You know, And he's like, wait, how, how much money? How much? Okay, exactly. Now you want to keep, you know, he basically tells him why he should be, everything should be as it is, how he wants it to be. And when you see kind of how they were passing, like throwing the baton, he's like, okay, Jeannie's going to do this, and Doug's going to head up this, and really it was just a rah-rah moment to basically seem like, yeah, we're on your side, but really... We're going to bring in a little bit yeah, of structure exactly, exactly. with the feeling right. and embrace the spirit right, right. of... Holyocracy? Uh, holocracy. Holocracy. Like, right, okay. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what he was. He was making it seem like he was now a believer. Right. That's what he was. When in actuality, he's not. He's just making uh, Sean and the rest of the group feel that that's what's going on. So the money that they would be spending for the consulting, that it's going to good use and it's going to bridge the gap and it's going to make this company run smoothly. And then help them out when they have to clean up their image from that lawsuit that is definitely going to happen. <laughs> well, and I and, think and that's where um, Jurgen comes into play because yeah. Jurgen seems like he's the voice of reason in this particular episode, you know, with the company. Um, and so that's why Marty was like, dude, you have what was like a billion dollars or something he yeah, had? Yeah, something crazy. And it he's was a like, billion. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, dude, you're good. Just follow my lead. Like, it's going to be fine. Just follow my lead. It's going to be okay. I got this. You know, just trust me. And obviously, like you said, Marty always has a plan, whether it always is executed or always goes the way he thinks it is he does have a plan going into it and sometimes even his team doesn't know right um and a lot of times he may have to you know counter and kind of let them know after like see i told you nothing to worry about type thing so we see that happen so i think that whole situation i don't know if we'll be revisited it'll be interesting if we do see them again especially malcolm um because i think it was good to see him and the way he you know proposed his character was really dope it was kind of different than what i'm used to seeing him do so yeah. i like that especially the name Jurgen. it's just hilarious um <laughs> so we see ron zobel now this was the, the ne- nemesis that we saw earlier that Jeannie wanted to bring in and marty was like no not happening so he's at marty's office and he's like um hey what's going on buddy oh, 
oh man, I'm just glad you called me and da da da. And Marty's like, wait, what? And he's hearing all this stuff that he said and all these things. And then you kind of get it that, you know, in even though Marty was trying to be strong and not let, you know, the elixir, the Iowatha get to him, it actually got to him at some point and he actually placed the call uh, to him and said all these things and left a message. Because subliminally, he knew that Jeannie was right and he needs that assistance. He Correct. needs those things because as Jeannie pointed out, Marty's not a people person. Mm -hmm. And somebody has to be there to massage and help out those moments to keep Correct. business going. Correct. Correct. And that's a great point. I was thinking the exact same thing you just said at first, is that um, it be, it's a subliminal thing with Jeannie. You know, and I think we're going to see more of this now that, especially now that Jeannie's back. I mean, them two, they have to, they make the show, you know, yeah. their dynamic makes the show. So I think now that she's there, we will see more of that of Jeannie kind of their, you know, past crossing. Obviously, they have a child together. So that's automatic also with work. So it's going to be this interesting, convoluted, even jealousy type thing because, you know, Jeannie's going to start dating. It was just in the next episode. And so Marty, of course, is going to have him be jealous because he really still cares about Jeannie and all this kind of stuff and then same thing with him if that starts with him again in future episodes so it's definitely you know um what's gonna come basically what we're seeing what's gonna come uh so now marty's like oh yeah so i hired him so thanks and she's like yeah exactly that's what i thought and that's what i'm here for and she's on the couch and um basically she's like uh yeah so i'm gonna lay here and right um do you have an office uh <laughs> There's a couch, right? All right. So it's like he's the he's a Sour Patch Kid. That's what Marty does. He's like, First sweet. He's sour, then he's he's sweet. Then he goes back and forth, and he's like, ah, okay, get out. Like, oh, I love you, but get out, you know, type thing. Um, the other thing is we see the dynamic uh, with Doug and Sharkitha. <laughs> I'm not going to say the name. I'm saying Sharkitha the whole time, because that's what he says. Tessa. <laughs> Sharkitha, <laughs> a.k.a. Tess. <laughs> so the whole time, Doug, you know, throughout this episode, Doug is feeling her and actually is trying to figure out because you have this, you know, imaginary Dungeons and Dragons land, right? And so she had asked him a question wanting some help with something and he didn't think if it was code for something else. So the whole episode, he's like racking his brain trying to see, is this, you know, something, what's going on? I need to find out. So we see them together. And so, you know, Doug basically... You know, he's like, hey, I got something to tell you. And she's just like, um, okay, is it really about... And she's back in Dungeons & Dragons land. You know, she's like, oh, but I, you know, was that okay? And he's like, no, no, that was terrible. But actually, it's something I really got to ask you. And then he asks her out. And she's like, oh, she's like, well, I think that's a good idea. So, yeah, I'll go out with you. And Doug's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. All right, well, da-da-da-da. So what do you think about that? What do you think about the whole dynamic between Doug and Tessa? Well, what's interesting is that, remember, Tessa's like under 30. She's mm -hmm. um, young. And so I think for Doug... He is almost like a high school kid. He doesn't know what's going on. She even mentioned that, too. Like She's like, it's a very high school move. Right, <laughs> right, right. And he is. So I think that it'll be interesting to see him with this woman who, in her own ways, is kind of shy. Because you could tell mm -hmm. she was like, well, wait, did I misread him? Because now he's right. really just talking about Dungeons and Dragons. I right. thought by now, you know, we would have moved on. Mm -hmm. And so she was looking a little confused. So I think it'll be interesting because they're kind of like, you know, puppy love in a way. And will it actually develop into something? Will Doug take that same confidence that mm -hmm. he has as her dragon master? What is it? Her dungeon master? <laughs> dungeon Whatever. Ma I think it's dungeon master. Yeah. <laughs> her dungeon master. <laughs> and take that into their potential relationship date uh, outside. And will it be complicated because right. business is involved? Right. 
Hmm. Well, I definitely think it's it's something that we're going to see more of. Uh, that's not going to be the end of it. And I think ultimately, I think he's going to. I mean, he's obviously the count is now beyond this, right? Right. I think the count's not even in question. I think it's now if this develops into a relationship. And I think we've seen Doug very, like, he's just, he's an awkward dude. And we've seen him with people. We've seen him got married. And that whole situation, which was, you know, weird in itself, uh, and that ended. And we saw the dynamic with him. And like I said, the whole threesome situation with, with Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. So, and that was also very weird. So, It'll be interesting to see, you know, with that. And and the thing is with this, it's like he is, and he mentioned this too, because in real life, you know, she's just has this money and this power in her business and company and all this kind of stuff. And he's the low man. But the, when the, in the imaginary world, she's the baby. Like what he said, she's the virgin in this. Right. She has no clue. She she's has no just clue learning. what's going on. And so it'll be interesting to see how this dynamic plays if this Dungeons and Dragons thing with if using that power um, to help aid him and being confident to really pursue her you know because he obviously is into her and so it'll be interesting to see if that works and how that kind of plays out you know holistically i hope like doug doesn't turn into a dragon and she turned into like marty and and sean did because that would be i can't do do that that no more trips to imaginary of that please it you could do the the fourth wall when 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 marty's talking to the you know audience that's cool but don't no more. We don't want to go on the elixir trips with yeah, you. Yeah, please. We prefer to just, just watch from the outside. Yeah, I'm I'm cool off of that. We don't need that moment. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's the episode. Uh, let's get into predictions. Let's do that. Always. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. All right. So. Um, looking at the previews for next week um, and just how things are going on with this episode, what do you think going forward? Um, going forward, we're headed full speed towards some type of episode with De, um, with Marty and Jeannie. Mm-hmm. You know that some type of... And I, I think that Jeannie keeps making herself more and more open mm. to Marty and I think it's making him uncomfortable because he's not used to seeing her in this type of vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering how that is going to turn around as far as their business. Um, as far as at work, I think that we will continue to see Doug kind of grow out of his shell, which is going to be interesting mm. as Clyde has to readjust to his sort of new role and mm-hmm. reestablish himself. So I think those are the things we're going to look forward to going forward. And more Skip, because Skip more is skip. not letting go. Ah, okay. Yes, I definitely think Skip is going to be around. Um, I don't know if we'll see him every single episode, but definitely he is going to be the thorn in Marty's side. And there may be a showdown between them. We'll see. Yeah. Um, see how that plays out. I definitely am looking forward, and I think there's we're definitely going to see more with Doug and uh, Tess, a.k.a. Sharkitha. Um, <laughs> I definitely see more of that. And I'm, and I'm interested to kind of see how that goes, because like I said, Doug is so awkward and quirky and weird, and how that dynamic you know plays into how we're things go down. We're going to see Doug grow up. I'm confident right. of that. Okay, okay. Um, I'm interested. I'm, this is not so much a prediction, but I'm interested to see more of uh, a Clyde and more of going on for him because we haven't really seen anything other than we only see him with the group. Yeah. We haven't seen anything with him outside of the group, anything from his personal life. We got to see you know things going on with his dad before. Um, we saw things with Doug's ex because he was working for her. Um, but we don't 
haven't seen anything of him by his by himself, with the exception of Kelsey. Um, and 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 what was the heiress that kind of she owned the media empire and he helped Khan and Associates? Oh yeah, 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 a little bit with that. Bit, they had a just, little weird. Like, that was just, but that was very minor. Yeah. That was very minor. I want to see a storyline with Clyde outside of the group and kind of see what he's into. So hopefully we get that. I'm I don't know if there'll be anything because it seems like with Kelsey it's just like nah, it's all good. Yeah, she's like, a wrap. Not happening. I mean, she um, broke up with him over the phone, right? And then he started getting right. sensitive. Right. So. He was. He was. I mean, not that we won't see her anymore. It may just be for banter because she works there or works nearby. But I definitely don't think, think that she's going to be yeah. changing that though with a yeah. seven-figure deal on the table. That's true. That may happen. That Dress may change. happen. May happen. So, <laughs> but um. I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been House of Lies. We want to thank you for tuning in. We want to thank you for those that were in the live chat. We promise next week we're going to bring you up live so we can talk to you and see what you're talking about Get so we can feedback. talk together. Yeah. Exactly. I've been your host, Lemon Gonzalez. You can find me always at The Poet Saint. Uh, before I switch it over, I want to make sure that you, uh, of course, subscribe to After Abyss TV. That, you should have done that already. But also rate us with five stars because the rest don't even count. You know, only five stars count. Rate us and follow us and comment. You know, this goes up on YouTube, so make sure you comment. Let us know what you think about the episode. Let us know your predictions and what you think going forward. And we can maybe share those if we like them. And if we don't, we might share them too because they might be crazy. And we like crazy. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where you at, girl? I'm Jill Monroe. You can find me at Stiletto Jill, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all of that good stuff. And check me out on JacksonStilettoJill.com for all your sports and pop culture gossip. There it is. And we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.